Hello there, and welcome to this episode of Force Ghost Conversations. This is your host, Anthony King, and this week, I'm going to sh- talk about oversaturation. Now, before we get started, I'm inviting you to join the conversation with us. We can be found on Twitter and Hive at Forest Ghost Pod. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok just by searching Force Ghost Conversations. Also, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast on our listening side of choice. Plus, Force Ghost Conversations is live on Patreon. If you are a fan of the podcast and would like to consider pledging your support, there will be a link in the episode description for you to check out the various tiers offered. Finally, please be sure to check out our Tee Public store to buy some Force Ghost Conversations merchandise. And without further ado, it's time to gather around the campfire for some Force Ghost Conversations. All right, everybody, welcome back to Forest Ghost Conversations. And, you know, we're still in this time of the strikes. As of now, the time of this recording, at least, the SAG after strike is still continuing. Um, So we are still abiding by the principles and guidelines laid out by SAG after in regards to um, podcasters and promoting struck work content. So we're going to continue to abide by those until we get guidance otherwise. So thanks again for everybody for staying with us through the course of these several weeks here, months even. It's been a while since we've talked about something uh, um, that we, we we can talk about and you know, are the typical things you would expect for us to talk about. So I thank you all for um, participating with us uh, along the way here, sticking through, and um, I hope that um, one day uh, soon SAG gets the... Um, deal that they're looking for um, in regards to um, the, the, the strike set that they are uh, rightfully so undertaking. Anywho, with that, I, I, I'm a person that's on the internet a lot, right? N- naturally, because of the podcast work, I'm basically a social media person, and I run all of our social media accounts. So if you get a response from us or a like, that's from me directly. <laughs> um, so... I've been seeing on the internet, and this has been over the course of several weeks and months here, um, about a topic of uh, that I've been seeing pretty frequently in regards to the content that we all come to this podcast for, and I'm sure we go to other podcasts for, right, in terms of pop culture, the things that we love um, particularly. But we, I'm seeing this phrase of oversaturation and burnout going around a lot. Are people being burnt out? from the franchises that we love from the stories that we love is there such a thing as too much and that's something that i wanted to talk about a bit in this episode here i feel like it's something that safely we can discuss or at least have a conversation about since i'm not going to name anything particularly i may dance around a few names a bit here but is there such a thing as too much and that's a fair question to ask and I've been thinking about this over the last week here. We used to have our minds trained to this concept of we get a movie. Maybe another three or four years later, we get another movie in that franchise and then it ends with a trilogy. Then maybe 20 years later, they re-pick it up again and they do 
uh, a prequel or a legacy sequel, if you will. And then maybe you get another set of films after that. But now we live in this day and age where everything is perhaps a, let's call it what it is, a cinematic universe. A lot of people are trying to tap into this concept of multiple interweaving and interlocking stories across multiple mediums. Now, the thing that you all come to this podcast for, The Galaxy Far, Far Away, has certainly done this massive multimedia presentation for quite some time now. Not just the movies. They experimented with some TV shows and TV movies in the 80s. You may remember those, and we'll talk about those at a later date and time. But they were also telling stories via books, comics, video games. It was a whole expansive universe, if you will, through the dark times, right? The 80s and 90s, leading all the way up to other films and then more stories led from that. I feel like that is quite the blueprint that a lot of these cinematic universes are taking from. Now, I know there is one that started in 2008, which really is the mold that people modern in a modern sense are going for. Right, these interlocking stories that are necessarily not so intertwined, but then they come together for this big, massive event culmination story that has had a great amount of box office success. Right, so as soon as one does it to a large degree, the copycats are going to come up. I'm a big fan of horror, and as soon as there's one uh, clown killer film, now you get a 15 others, right? <laughs> Everyone wants a piece of the pie. Or even, frankly, let's look at it from a different perspective, right? I love heavy metal music, right? That's probably my other major love aside from what I'm doing here. In the 80s, there was a big boom of heavy metal music, post-70s, right? Your early Black Sabbaths, Deep Purples, Led Zeppelin, ACDC, Kiss. You get away from those original bands, and then they mold into your glam metal scene, the very popular metal that you probably know as hair metal, but I, the appropriate term is glam metal, your Motley Crues, your, your Warrants, your Dawkins. And that's the first wave of those folks, and they had tremendous success. And then in the later 80s, you're getting your, your rebranded bands, right? Your White Snakes, your Judas Priests, your Iron Maidens, they're changing up their sounds and albums to mimic some of those earlier records from those bands. And then you have the second wave of your, your Nelsons, your Firehouses, your, <laughs> your Skid Rows, all of these bands that are trying to get a piece of that pie, or perhaps they're enticed by the record companies to put out a certain type of music that is very much selling and on MTV, all that great stuff, right? But it's that necessary point that I want to make here is that where there is money, there will be copycats no matter what. But beyond that, we're experiencing, at least in my understanding and interpretation of what's going on in the last several years, let's say 2017 forward, Yes, people, uh, services have done the movies. They've done tie-in books, comics. But the aspect of television, and particularly when I say television streaming, is an avenue that is really 
adding another dimension to this than ever so before. I remember once stuff like Disney Plus, Max now, whatever it is, uh, Peacock, once those got announced in 2018, 2019, as upcoming streaming platforms that were going to divulge and be direct competitors to, say, a Netflix. The concept of the streaming war began. Now, that's not a, a phrase that I've coined. It's been coined by several other folks. But it's an important note in the timeline of this discussion, right? This is what really, I think, separates some of these universes um, compared to other ones, or at least this time in comparison to other timelines that you may discuss about this topic. We were in a point, I shouldn't say we, but the producers of quote-unquote content were in a place where they needed to put out a lot to meet the demands of people buying, paying 10 bucks a month for a streaming service. And the they need to have content and they need to keep feeding the beast, right? If people are paying, they want to see something new every Friday or Tuesday or Monday or whenever you're releasing new episodes of stuff, they want to see that and they want to see stories continue. And that's going to entice people to sign up, to become members of this platform, to keep being subscribed and all that stuff. So we were feeding into a beast of a system that, they were trying to meet the demand of the audience and they looked to what could we mine, right? The IP that they have within their properties underneath their belt to find ways to which to entice people to come to their streaming sites. And because of that, everyone went to the well of what was in their intellectual property banks, the galaxy far, far away, superheroes, uh books right <laughs> if anything was possible they're looking into developing it potentially for an eight episode limited series or a spin-off or etc so now we're living in this world of we're getting just about every week sometimes they're overlapping right you have uh, movies coming out you have a new episode of something out on wednesday and trust me it can be a lot it can be a lot. For me personally, I don't have burnout for these things, but I'm trying to be empathetic to others who may be in a similar situation who are perhaps of not getting into stuff because of their um, the feeling of overwhelmness, I guess is what I'm trying to get at here. I have not felt that yet. I, But... I will say, if you are a fan of five different, let's just call it cinematic universes at this point, and each one of those are putting out a litany of different content, frankly, all at the same time, I can see why, as the consumer, you would be a little reticent to jumping in on, into those different forays, right? I know, too, and this is part partially why strikes are going on right now and various fields and unions are being fo formed is that with the push for content, perhaps some people may view the, the, the final product as being less than desirable 
for whatever reason. Maybe uh, the writing wasn't up to par. Maybe the CG wasn't uh, of a respectable quality, right? Any of those things can come into play here and affect your personal viewpoint. I, I will say my ultimate thesis statement here is that I don't think that... I think that oversaturation is, is, is possible, right? I think that every person that is a business executive head is currently looking at their supply and demand charts and they were testing the waters over the last couple of years, pandemic included, where they were seeing how much they could put out and still get high demand returns for their product without diminishing that. I think we've hit a point where it's diminishing, but also I don't necessarily know if it's diminishing because there's too much of a product. I think it's diminishing because there's literally 10 other products also pushing everything to the nth degree five stream you know they announced a new movie and it's going to have three tie-in projects five extended books and all that stuff and people only have so much time to devote to the things that they care about so that means they're forced to reduce the amount of stuff that they're exposed to or they're just going to um uh minusculely watch you know, a minute here of this, a minute here of that, right? It's impossible to get to all of it. And perhaps that's going to lead to what I think is going to happen in the future, right? I think the pushback, the natural pushback here is that they're going to re have more space between things, reduce the amount that comes out, right? I think we, we saw an explosion of new content, and I think it's going to reduce to perhaps a few shows um a year well developed shows perhaps i think the standards for those shows are going to be higher um based off of feedback that, that that they've received over the last couple of years of course unions have now come up and strikes are currently underway to make those processes better across the board so i think naturally we're going to be in a point where the demands are shifting um in terms of the consumer relationship with the um, producer now, I think this is an exciting time for sure coming up in the, in the future for all these different realms, because with that comes new opportunity, comes new growth. We're not the same people we were 10 years ago. <laughs> um, we're allowed to grow and change in, in our likes and dislikes. Technology has evolved as well, so perhaps that will play into things as well. So I... I that's really just where I want to come into play here is uh, I think that oversaturation is an important issue to consider and to review individually. And I think it's up to each and every one of us to say, all right, this is my point where I can handle X amount. And uh, if not, then, uh, you know, if, if, if something else comes along then maybe I reduce, I pull back on something else, right? I'm, I'm not going to be able to watch every sporting event possible <laughs> if I want to watch every TV show that I want, right? There's, there's trade-offs that each person is going to need to make for, for all of that. But I think this is certainly, um, we've hit, I think, a nexus point, if you will, um, from when the streaming platforms were first announced and they announced all the different shows that would be on them and all that. And now we've had a few years of, of that. And I think we're at a point where um, 
some ramifications are going to take place because of that, right? We're going to see some, like I mentioned, pushback on on, on the amount that is released, and um, we'll see how audiences respond to to all of that. So I'm feeling necessarily optimistic about. Oh, I should say I am feeling optimistic about about the future. I believe in the storytellers that are going to be putting forth these stories. I look forward to a new generation of storytellers coming in and and creating new IP that I'm excited to to see come to fruition to expand upon older mythologies and ideologies that are coming to 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 course here. Um so I I'm for it. I'm looking forward to these to these changes. Um, but uh, I will also be aware of the, my time and efforts putting into things. So I, I hope that you all consider that as well. But I'd love to continue the conversation with everybody here um, at home about your thoughts on, do you have burnout for particular franchises? Do you have burnout just overall for the streaming model? Um, let's have a, a healthy, wonderful conversation about all this. You know, you know where the channels to hit us up on social media are twitter instagram facebook youtube tiktok just search force ghost conversations and we'll be there in some capacity again we're on patreon we also have a t public site so if you want to support the podcast in other ways too we're available on those platforms for as little as one dollar a month on patreon you can get access to a ton of force ghost conversations goodies um also our T Public site is where you can get merchandise. So you can get, I'm currently wearing a t shirt right now, frankly, from our T Public site for Forest Ghost Conversations, our main logo. But we also have other materials on there as well hoodies, um, uh, pillows. I said sweatshirts, but hoodies as well. Again, <laughs> let me reiterate that one. Uh, iPhone cases, all that fun stuff is available. And I know they run sales frequently here. So the holiday season is fast approaching. So if you've got a family member that loves Forest Coast Conversations and you want to get them a little something in the stocking or a little present, you know, maybe do a secret Santa or something like that. Um, there you go. There you go. And uh, lastly, we will be back next time next week with a brand new episode about something. I've got a full list here of strike conversations to continue as long as we need to for this. Um, so we'll be back next time next week with a brand new episode. And until then, may the force be with you. Take care. Mm-hmm.